superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts and eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome into Week 5 Fantasy Impact right here on Fantasy Pros. It is the Fantasy Pros football podcast. I am Chris Welsh, who you can find on Twitter at Is It The Welsh. That is Scott Bogman on Twitter, Bogman Sports. We got Deepak Chona, Sport MD Analysis. We're breaking down everything that's going down in Week 5. We got injuries. Sorry, we had bye weeks, less games. Not sorry, because the Niners are coming up here uh, in just a tiny bit. We got all the stuff and the things, waivers, what does everything look like? Smashing bets to start the day, absolutely getting crushed in the second half of the day. What is going on, Bogman? You look much happier this week because you're, you're uh, I was about to say your 49ers. My 49ers are hopefully going to win, <laughs> but your Steelers pulled out a win. So I know things are a little bit more sunshine, rainbows, puppy dogs, and ice cream. You're doing good. Well, I feel pretty good today. I'll say oh, that. Okay, you know, okay. uh, yeah, Steelers win, and I feel pretty good. D-backs won last night. Longhorns lost, of course. So couldn't get everything I wanted. Not the best weekend ever, but a pretty good weekend. I like it. Yeah, and a pretty big scoring weekend as well. Uh, congratulations if you started any of DJ Moore, Travis Etienne, Devin Achan, Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You took a break. I actually have a survivor, uh, or uh, not a survivor pool, What our guillotine leagues that we play in, where I had Anthony Richardson, who we'll talk about, Ooh. but I had Etienne going. So I think Etienne might have helped save me just a tiny bit. So we're going to get to all the latest, all the greatest. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. If you guys are listening on the podcast, I want to remind you, you can watch this live on YouTube, youtube.com slash fantasy pros live right after all of the afternoon slate games before the Sunday night football game. Just hit a little like and subscribe. When you comment, you actually have a chance to win coming up in the episode. We are going to be announcing the winner of an autographed Christian McCaffrey jersey. And then I'm going to be proceeded to steal that jersey from that person. And then that'll <laughs> all be good. But we have a winner for that already. We're giving away prizes all the time, courtesy of betting pros. So if you're podcast, check out the YouTube. If you're YouTube, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you're not missing any of the action. Speaking of action, we have injuries. Deepak, it is your time to go because Justin Jefferson suffered a hamstring injury in week five, which is a big no bueno for most of us. Anthony Richardson exited the game with a shoulder injury, left the game out, and I think it was the late first or early second quarter. It was all Gardner Minshew. Brutal, brutal. James Conner exited the game early with a knee injury. We can't afford to lose any more running backs. We had a neck injury for Daniel Jones and a concussion for Tank Dell. These are big, bad boys. Let's start at the top with the most important and maybe the most fearful Deepak. So let's talk about, uh, you choose, Anthony Richardson, Justin Jefferson. How like terrified should we be right now? Yeah, so starting with Justin Jefferson, I think for next week, there's a good chance that he misses, unfortunately. The video does suggest kind of a mild severity hamstring strain, but the average on even those is about one to two weeks. And as we know from the Cooper Cup issue, rushing back causes a higher re-injury risk. So Justin Jefferson is younger than Cup was, so his injury re-injury risk for this type of injury for the season is more like 10 or 15% higher than baseline, which is not 
extremely high, but it is likely that he misses next week and then probably tries to return the following. And, you know, remember we had him, we had the injury uh, last week. Remember we had like, he came out for a little bit. There was cramp, not to say there was anything crazy, but I was actually looking at our sheet and we had like, he had come out for cramps and it looked bad. And this was like a nut, just like at least something lingering over the last couple of weeks that's spilling over, which might even create more of a, let's really be careful next week after two little things, one bigger and one smaller thing happening. Yeah. I think it's totally reasonable to say, it's hard to say that if the cramps are, at all related to this injury, but uh, this one, certainly I would, I would play it safe for a speed wide receiver. Boggs, do you think if we did lose Jefferson for a week, would you unleash the bowels oh, of fantasy yeah. for Jordan Addison? I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, KJ Osborne has not looked good. He's made some big plays, but he's also missed some really big plays too. I haven't watched. Uh, I feel like I've watched a lot of the Vikings. Not, you know, I don't watch them religiously, Same. but I've seen a lot of them so far this year. I've seen Osborne leave a lot on the field. So yeah, I think it'd be wheels up for Addison. I think you could see an increase from uh, TJ Hawkinson. I would tell you there'd be an increase in the run game, but there just never is. They don't like to run. Yeah, I suppose. But didn't Madison score another touchdown? Like, I'm just yeah. so wrong. Like every week I'm just like, nah, Madison is not going to be good. And then he just keeps doing stuff. So I mean, he I wasn't seen... good outside of the touchdown. Neither yeah, was but Cam, that's... Cam Akers was worse. But that's so like the deal every single week game. with him. He'll yeah. be like, oh, he fumbled and he dropped a critical pass. But guess what? He got 19 touches and he could score a touchdown. Like every week there's an excuse for like one special thing. Deepak, Anthony Richardson, this, uh, it might actually cost me i'd play in two guillotines and i had richardson in both i might be on the chopping block for one of those uh missing the entire game though that offense didn't really miss too much of a beat especially when zach moss is going bonkers and just little tiny tastes of jonathan taylor but how concerned should we be about anthony richards now this richardson because this is the second i think different injury that we've had with him yeah and that's an interesting point his playing style puts him at a lot of risk i think he really needs to focus on learning how to slide and avoiding hits but if he keeps up this type of playing style, you're going to see more of these hit-based injuries, and that's things like concussions, AC sprains, which is what this one is. The good news is that overall an AC sprain long-term shouldn't really hurt him. It does average about two to three weeks, and it's hard to imagine them pushing him forward like Derek Carr did last week and coming back with limitations and a little bit somewhat of an inability to, to really protect himself. So I would think they push him towards the two to three week timeline. He probably at least misses next week and then sees how he feels after that. But overall, the key concern, I think, with Anthony Richardson is playing style. And if that doesn't change, then we may have more issues down the road. It's very like this conversation was like the Cam Newton stuff. I remember from like years and years ago in the very beginning. Boggs, if Richardson is out and Minshew's in, is there any downgrade you would put to any offensive pieces or yeah, he moves the offense? Are you good to go? There isn't. I mean, Gardner Minshew has looked pretty good when he's filled in for Anthony Richardson so far this year. And I'm not the biggest Minshew guy. He does make a massive mistakes on occasion, but he's looked good so far in 2023. So I would uh, keep my guys. I would not change rankings or anything this week because Richardson is down to the rest of the Colts offense. It looks pretty good. Those were our big ones. As we said before, uh, James Connor, he had a knee injury. We had a neck injury from Daniel Jones tank Dell with a concussion. Where are the big concerns? This knee injury with James Connor, who's got a storied injury past uh, the neck with Daniel Jones. Are we looking at, are, are we, and if we are, what type of potential time are we looking at with Connor Jones Dell with any of these injuries? Yeah. So with Dell, it's, it's fairly straightforward with the new concussion protocols. Most players are missing one week and then returning the following with uh, James Conner, usually 
with this type of issue, it, the video didn't look so severe. And then he was jogging afterwards. So he didn't return, but we would think he's on the lower end. So probably one to two weeks on the, what looked like an MCL sprain. And then the Daniel Jones one's a little bit of a wild card because he's had surgery in the neck area before, and he's had a history of missing time with a herniated disc and what they call stenosis, meaning he's a little more prone to, to serious injury here. So the MRI is likely pending for tomorrow, and that'll tell us the real story. But the fact that they're getting an MRI tells me that it is in the area probably of prior surgery and that in itself raises a bit of a red flag man a box you know today i had to do it because of buys i had to drop uh keontae ingram i had to do it like i was a saturday and i just had well, this in the back of my head where i'm like oh, they made him inactive today so uh you know maybe it's demarcado or maybe it's mr outside higher or maybe James it's rondell Connor. moore they like yeah, to run with I mean, rondell moore he had a couple of runs out of the backfield. That looked good. I am not encouraged by this Daniel Jones news because if you think the offense looks bad now, wait yeah. till Tyrod is running it instead of Daniel Jones. It's going to be <laughs> horrific. And I had one more for you, Deepak. Uh, we saw Chris Olave. Uh, I guess he rolled his ankle or whatever it was before the game. He came in, he played. He only had the two catches. They didn't really need him. They crushed the Patriots. So um, he, I think he took a little time off at the end of the game. But is there any concern of that, like, swelling up or, you know, uh, anything going into next week? He obviously played through it, but I know ankles can be tricky. Yeah, it's it's a good point. They, the thing is, because it happened so recently, it just happened today, it is likely to be swollen, sore, and that sort of thing. And it probably did affect him for the game. But these rarely cause actual missed time especially okay. these, these low ankle varieties. So I wouldn't anticipate much of a performance impact going forward. How much did you guys all think we were also going to be dealing with the the Swifties and the news of Travis Kelsey with that? I mean, like everybody took a big old deep breath when that went down. And well, I mean, I, yeah, it was a non-contact. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, you know, a lot think, of gasping this week with Jefferson and Kelsey in that game. Diva, I know he came back in and did this stuff, but like, is there anything that you should pay attention with those, like a non-contact contact thing like that, where he then goes back in? Are there ever lingering effects or something? I mean, I always think about like rolled ankles. You roll your ankle once early in your life, you know, like me playing basketball, nothing is just prone to just keep rolling and rolling and rolling. Is there anything we should pay attention to with that? Or just, we all can have a big old sigh of relief that we dodged a bullet. Yeah, I think we dodged a bullet on this one i i was watching that video replayed it like 10 times because he slammed his helmet it looked really bad there was a reaction to it but the video just looks like a mild ankle sprain i think the fact that he was able to bear weight on it right after and then even kind of run off that is all very encouraging so you can tape these up pretty heavily even sometimes take a, a little bit of a pain injection if you need to although it's usually not needed for these and i don't think we're going to see much impact on a guy like kelsey Fox, you look like you have like some Taylor Swift. I mean, like, it's come just, on, you're being Deepak, ridiculous. just say shake it off. Come on, it's too easy. It's right uh, we are way too old and uh, not hip to be talking about any of those things. <laughs> but hey, at least we dodge it and at least we can just go go back to your regularly scheduled Taylor Swift. Is that whatever game and are they dating and whatever's going on? Uh, I would also say go to sportsmedanalytics.com to check out all of Deepak's great work. Follow him on Twitter at SportMDAnalysis. Deepak, thank you so much, brother, for hanging out with us. And we will talk to you next week. But coming up. We got more game action. We're going to break it all down, plus Bogman's big old headlines. I'm very excited about that. He's got the best that he's ever put together. It's the number one 
We'll uh, see you guys on the other side. Deepak, thank you again. Want to dominate your fantasy football leagues? Well, then you need My Playbook, available only from Fantasy Pros. Struggling with the waiver wire? My Playbook lets you see who the top available players are week to week. Can't decide who to start? Compare your players side by side with detailed breakdowns and projections for each week of your fantasy season. And it's all included with your premium subscription to Fantasy Pros. So sign up today at fantasypros.com or download our free My Playbook app to your Apple or Android device. Hey, look at us, not naked this week with our overlays. I love it. It's a beautiful thing. Top headlines around the NFL. Oh, Bogman has, uh, <laughs> I mean, a couple of these are like, all right, all right. There's one that's magnificent. Are you going to start I mean, you with like that one? one. I uh, do like you one. You know, let, let's, just, let's just tell the truth here. You like one of them. I do like so, one of them. All right. Uh, so uh, let's go through the big headlines and we will lead it all into the Miller Lite. Here's to what's next. Headline of the week. What do we got, Boggs? How about Ritter me this? Mm. Why are you randomly good today, Desmond Ritter? Obviously, it is uh, playing that's from behind. Favorite. And yeah, that's the Welsh's favorite one ever. Uh, it is playing from behind. He went over 300 yards, but I do not expect this to be a trend. And how about let's just connect this one. Uh, finally, benching him is the Pitts. Kyle Pitts, 11 targets uh, with the uh, seven catches for 87 yards, his best game by far in 2023 when people were benching him and dropping him. I saw a lot of Kyle Pitts drops this week, and I don't blame people for it either, but it's just the way it goes. I mean, do you think we're out of it? Balls. Like, like, I don't care. I know I'm absolutely Mr. not. I'm, I'm no. Mr. Every week. Desmond Ritter's the worst quarterback. And I know there could be some Falcons fan that's just like dying to. I don't care. Like, he's still just like bad. This was a great performance. They were down. Great, but great they quarterbacks had to do it back. multiple weeks. Great players do it multiple weeks. I'd love for Kyle Pitts to be more involved. Yeah. Whatever reason, Houston's defense just kind of fell apart. Maybe they will turn it around after week I five. Hope, I hope, Welsh. I hope Maybe. this is the, the spark for the Atlanta Falcons in that, uh, you know, they're going to start passing the ball a little bit more, mix up their offense so it's not nine-man boxes for Bichon every single play. So I hope so, but I would not bet on it at no. all. How about A-Chan is the man 12.8 yards per carry. I know yards per carry is not a very analytical stat. It's not, doesn't paint the correct story every single time, but I don't care. It's 12.8 yards per carry, dude. Like this guy is going nuts. He is an RB one for the rest of the season moving forward. And I don't know. I feel like Raheem Mostert, who is also playing very well, is probably going to have to lose a little bit of time because you can't not put the ball in A-Chan's hands. My best bet of the week was A-Chan um, rushing yards. And Joe and I talked, because I talked about this on our Bet This League show via Joe, that Joe's big thing this week on betting pros and hat tip to this, and if you guys did it, was the A-Chan uh, ladder bet. And if you ladder bet that thing, <laughs> it was a lot of money. I, I broke it. down how I would ladder bet it, where it was 40-plus yards, two-and-a-half units, 50 yards, one and a half units, bop, 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 bop. If you played that thing up to a uh, hundred, you made an absurd amount of money. And Joe will talk about it on betting pros, but there was a little part of me throughout the game that was like, okay, but like, let's keep going. Like, let's keep going with H they really wanted to have drives with Mostert, And there were spots where you wanted to see a little bit more of a chance. So I don't really know fully too much passing too. I mean, yeah. two or through the two picks didn't look, you know, I mean, he he was fine. They were playing the Giants. He it was OK. And they were up when he threw the picks. But it's like, you're up, man. Run the ball. Yeah. Well, well, let's get a run. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he had a one and a half receiving prop, too, which I was like, oh, this is great. And he caught one, of course. And uh, it got us to the end. But our final. This is the Miller Lite. Here's to what's next headline of the week for week five is 
chasing DJ Moore. I couldn't think of a good line for Jamar Chase here, Welsh, but 19 targets, a Bengals record, 16 receptions, 192 yards, and three scores for Jamar Chase. I think in a half PPR, he still was point three points behind DJ Moore uh, for the lead for wide receivers this week. But it was great to see uh, Joe Burrow look good and Jamar Chase get back on track for your fantasy teams and start performing like the price that you had to pay. Like, I don't believe that in Kyle Pitts coming back and performing like this for the rest of the season. I do believe in Burrow and Fields uh, and Chase. Yeah, called. I said this is the Burrow get right game and Jamar Chase get right game. And it was just that. That is the Miller Lite. Here's to what's next. Because with the Miller Lite in your hand, fall doesn't just taste great. It tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Fantasy Pros. That's MillerLite.com slash Fantasy Pros. Or you can find it literally everywhere. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Mm -mm -mm. Let's get going with the breakdowns because there are games, though they're a little bit less because we had some bye weeks this week. We start out in London in, I'm very proud of myself because I knew the trap was coming. I was setting some bets last night and I had this, I had this flash moment where I was about to do this money line thing with the bills. And I was like, nope, I'm not doing that (laughs) because weird things happen in London. Unders play to overs. The good teams play bad. Obviously the Jaguars more comfortable just setting up shop there in the trap thing is real but the bills the bills are the new chiefs remember when the chiefs hated to cover and play into games and then the bills have had a couple i guess they had like a good stretch in between but they're sandwiching themselves between bad games this might have just been due to the layover and the travel or whatnot but this wasn't uh this wasn't a great bills game and they ended up dropping 25 to 20 in favor of jacksonville and as i mentioned before etn had a huge day 26 carries Two touchdowns had, I'm doing the quick math, over 180 total yards. He was an absolute stud. So what fantasy takeaways do you want to throw at this game? Yeah, I mean, Travis Etienne with the big day was huge. Like you said, 184 total yards. And uh, the two scores was enormous. We finally saw Trevor Lawrence go over 300 yards, 315 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Ridley back to normal, 7 for 122. Kirk, 6 for 78. And Zay Jones got in the end zone. It did cost us Evan Ingram. It was his first game under five catches. He had four for 28 on eight targets in his second game, only under 50 yards this year. He's been pretty good, but this was a, you know, a stinker for him. Bills abandoned the run a game, the run game again, after getting down, it's what they do. 14 total rush attempts in the game. I believe five of them were from Josh Allen as well. James Cook, only 21 total yards on eight touches. Just not a winning formula for them. But I tell you some good news. Gabe Davis has scored in four straight games. He had another uh, six catches for 100 yards and a touchdown. Another bad day for Buffalo tight ends. Dawson Knox, three for 17. Kincaid, two for 19. You know, add that up and it's okay. It would be like the bad day for Evan Ingram, but separate. It's been gross and digs over 100 yards, receiving three straight weeks, even though he did throw a little temper tantrum on the sideline. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a London game. The London games are weird. Not a lot to take out of this. I'm not fearful of James Cook. I just hate it when the Bills get behind, but I don't think that's going to happen too often this year. Indianapolis has got Jacksonville. God, I feel like they play every single week. I know it's not the case, but just whatever <laughs> reason. And then the Giants have got Buffalo on Sunday night football coming up next week. Giants <laughs> on primetime again with Tyrod, probably. 
Mm, can we flex that? Is that flexible? Uh, yes, actually. I think starting in week six, it is flexible. So we might get flexy with it. So we'll okay. see. Well, let's get flexy with it. One thing I enjoyed deeply, deeply this week was my big bets. And I did them on DraftKings. That's right. DraftKings, my preferred book because the NFL is going strong. And DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. I was putting together all the over yards rushing on HN, which by the way, the only place I could find it early was on DraftKings. I was able to lock that in before that move. Guess what? It didn't matter. You could play the alt yards, so you could ladder bet HN there. My Zay Flowers, last minute Josh Reynolds, teasers. That's what I do on DraftKings. Get in on the game day greatness by downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code FANTASYPROS. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code Fantasy Pros only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Sometimes mine. I like it to be mine, but it can be yours and you can make the big bets. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Matchup recaps. Let's talk about that uh, absolutely garbage game with the Giants. Miami beat a, <laughs> You know what? This game did not look like the score. Miami won 31 to 16. It did not feel that way. Miami had control, though they let up on multiple spots because Tua made a couple dumb decisions. It was all A-chan. Broke out that big 70-plus yarder. Ended up having 151 on the ground with on 11 carries. Feels like every... It really feels like at any time he could score a touchdown. So he actually feels like one of the most explosive players in the NFL. He is. It's just a shame that it's under 15 touches per week. And that's what we're trying to deal with. Yeah, and that is, you know, it's tough to suss through that, but I think he's going to be an RB1 for the rest of the season. 11 touches here for 100, uh, 11 carries here for 151 yards and touchdown and one catch for 14. Did lose a fumble, but I mean, yeah. with, with a guy this explosive, you got to give him the ball more. You just have to. And it's going to cost something, not Tyreek, right? I think at the end of the day, it's probably more than most hurt. It's probably going to be Jalen Waddle. Uh, Tyreek is unstoppable. He had another nine targets, eight catches, 181 in a score. Uh, but Waddle, he saved his day with the touchdown. He had 10 targets, but only five catches for 35 yards. I think maybe both those picks were thrown, were on balls in his direction. This was his first five catch game, and he hasn't been over 50 yards in the last two weeks since he had missed that game before. 86 and 76 in the first two games, but maybe it's going to cost Waddle a little bit to get the ball in Achan's hands more, but I obviously fine with that. Saquon is hopefully back next week. Eric Gray might be the handcuff now that he's out, although you don't really want anyone. He did out-touch uh, Matt Prieta, but Prieta did have more snaps than him and more routes run. So I'm not sure what's going on there, but it's all ugly in New York. Waller had his best game as a giant. Uh, eight catches for 86 yards. Daniel Jones obviously left with a neck injury, so it's going to be 
real ugly next week when they play the Bills on Sunday night, if that sticks in Sunday night. I think it has to at this point, but uh, maybe not. I can't remember. They they changed the flex rules, Hopefully but not. it's going to be an ugly game either way. Yeah, remember Breida. It's Breida. Yeah, I got yelled at Breida. earlier today and earlier uh, in the you? week. Yeah, I got yelled yeah. at. Yeah, how about his name isn't important enough for... <laughs> yeah, it's, he'll be yeah. not going to, not going to, not going to be yeah. uh, running anymore <laughs> uh, as soon as Saquon's back. Let's hope. Uh, we've got Carolina at Miami, Giants at Buffalo, as I mentioned on Sunday Night Football. That's the next... Oh, man, Miami. Miami and Carolina. Uh, over to real quick. What do you think <laughs> HN's rushing yard prop is going uh, Here's no. the only problem. Uh, prop? Somebody told me they're it's like, be oh, like this 76 is... or 80. No, they like said that. this will be the last time we ever see it lo- so low. Here's the problem the books have. Now, here's the problem the books have. Hold on. It's the that he doesn't have the volume. Exactly. Yeah. Like they can't go bonkers with it because the guy only gets like 10 to 13. Yeah, carries. but they don't care. It'll, well, it'll open. Why at, do they care? I think it'll open at 64 and a half. That's my guess right now. Okay. 64 and a half. And then they'll just let it float and it might go up even into the seventies, but that's my guess next what week. If you're the Carolina. books, you're tired of ruining, you're tired of losing this bet. So let's yeah, well, that's true. And it might go yeah. up really quick. All right. The new Orleans saints absolutely demolished the new England Patriots 34 to nothing in new England. It's not good. Good thing. Joe won the ladder bet because he'd be cranky. Otherwise fantasy takeaway that you want to highlight here outside of uh, not to lead you hundred percent, but I don't know what we do with Ramondre anymore. Like I know it'll, there'll be a game, but I don't, he is, he is, I know what to do. He's not startable, but I just don't know how else to manage. I, I don't think there's probably anything else on the wire to make moves that you would really even want to, but it's a disaster with Ramondre. Yeah. I mean, um, the whole offense is a disaster. It's not just Ramondre and it's really Mac Jones fault. I mean, this team had like 54 snaps on offense. It was pathetic. Uh, Mac Jones, 12 of 22 for 110 yards, two picks and a fumble. He was benched again for Bailey Zappi. And, you know, Bill Belichick after the game said it wasn't all him. He's going to be the starter again next week, I guess. But how much, how much longer can you go with this if you're the Patriots? Because it's pathetic. You can't start anyone. Ramondre, 8 for 24. Zeke, 8 for 21 and 4 catches for 17. Kendrick Bourne, 5 targets, 2 catches, 43 yards. 2 for 20 for Parker. Juju left with a concussion. I mean, it is just bad. I feel like the only positive is similar to the Bengals thing where it's like, it's so bad, they've got to rework something. Even Matt Canada today did an end around to George Pickens. And if Matt Canada (laughs) can open up his brain to do something to get Pickens a ball, you feel like the Patriots can do that. And what would be the thing that you would do? Get Stevenson the ball. It's a guy that was so dynamic last year. So that's my hope with him. So I'm not trying to be like, Oh, Steven, but Steven, you cannot start him. I, I, we will yeah. not be able to, we will not be able to suggest starting him until he's I done. Mean, they it played the we, Raiders. It's all done on our bench and it's all done they, on our bench. They played the Raiders this week. So that if you want to get right and you're the Pats get right yeah. against the Raiders, the Raiders are bad. So I suppose so. Yeah, uh, maybe, but uh, Alvin Kamara had uh, 25 touches after I believe it was 24 last week so obviously the plan for the uh, saints offense right now is give the ball to camara 22 carries 80 yards and a score three catches for 17 olave we talked about his injury juju left with the concussion so just not a lot this game was just ugly so yep. there's not a ton to take away from it new orleans has got houston new england has got the raiders as you mentioned your pittsburgh steelers beat the baltimore ravens 17 to 10 wax on some of it what's the fantasy thing that we need to focus on well first of all did you see matt canada when george pickens scored the game-winning touchdown have no reaction at all i don't know if you saw that but uh seems like maybe he didn't call that play maybe it was a play that somebody else called in the huddle perhaps but oh you you think uh, kick it 
I think Pickett. I think Pickett did really? it last year too when they beat the Ravens. But uh, so, Mitch, uh, so what you're saying game. is Mitch Trubisky will be the quarterback next week. Uh, I mean, he should be the offensive coordinator next week. Is what should <laughs> be happening. Uh, Pickens with uh, Pickens with another huge game thanks to the big TD. Six catches, 130 yards, and a score. Just beautiful sideline catches all over. Uh, just he's just such a good player. Warren out produces Najee again. Warren nine carries, 40 yards, three catches for 39. Najee Exception 14 prop. for 37. One catch for three yards. It's just ugly. But I think the offense could look a little better because the bye week is coming up for Pittsburgh. But they get Deontay hopefully back after that. Pat Firmuth should be back after that as well. Some more options. Your guys, a flowers with a mixed bag. He had a nice day. Five catches for 73, but 11 targets. He had some big drops. Not as big as Bateman's touchdown drop, but some big drops. Nope. Not as big as that one. And I think Aguilar might have moved past Bateman on the depth chart, he, uh, it, at least Bateman, because OBJ was in and out. Maybe he's not past OBJ, but Aguilar looked better. And still a split in Baltimore for the running backs. Edwards, 12 for 48. Hill was 7 for 32 in a score, but he lost a fumble. So still not sure what's going on with the Ravens running backs. They're just split dead even. Uh, obviously, they're not trading for JT anymore. Um, that was a, a nice dream in my brain, but it went away real quick. So it's just going to be this ugly split moving forward. So uh, Lamar had a bad game, but he doesn't play well against Pittsburgh historically. So I wouldn't worry about it too much. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about any of this. Baltimore at Tennessee in London. Blech. And your Pittsburgh Steelers are on the bye. So that's probably a very, very good thing. Once was not enough, my friends, because backyard football gatherings, bonfires with a crisp autumn breeze, attending football games, the only thing better than spending fall outside with friends is spending fall outside with friends and beer and not just any beer. Miller Light, the 96-calorie beer that tastes like beer and is perfectly brewed for everything fall has to offer. Miller time is when you and your friends can get together and enjoy the simple things in life. Bogman's going to be here in a couple weeks. We're going to enjoy a Miller Light, enjoying some baseball and some football because he's not going to be able to keep away from the Sunday football. The next time you want to make the most of your fall memories, crack open a white can and let the great taste of Miller Light hit your taste buds so hard. You can feel it in your heart. Oh, my gosh. What a read. Uh, with Miller Lite, <laughs> the summer doesn't just take, taste great. It tastes like Miller time. To get Miller delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Fantasy Pros. That's MillerLite.com slash Fantasy Pros. Or you can find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. It's still 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces, even 12 minutes later. The Detroit Lions beat up on the Carolina Panthers, 42 to 24. No Jameer Gibbs, no Monroe St. Brown, no problem because I got all the other weapons. I got a guy named Dave Montgomery, a little bit of Josh Reynolds, who was my call on the live stream earlier today, got that touchdown and ended up being the top receiver. You got some thank yous in the comments as well. Oh, did I? Uh, oh, okay, yeah. good. Thank you guys. And the one I actually told, we're a very busy company, but I told everybody, uh, if you want to talk about sponsors, I probably shouldn't give a sponsor read to the person on the other show, but I happen to say, hey, the dut 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 player of the day is going to be Sam Laporta. And Sam Laporta scored two touchdowns. Ooh, and I was yes, like, we did. should probably clip that bad boy and put that out there for that <laughs> sponsor because Sam Laporta was a freaking monster. So you tell me, man, what do you want to break away from this game? Because it was a whole lot of Lions. 
I mean, you had on your bingo card for the NFL season by week five, Jared Goff has more rushing touchdowns than Justin Fields, right? You had that. You definitely, (laughs) right? Definitely on there. Three passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown, four touchdowns for Jared Goff. He has been great this year. Monty is on cruise control right now. 19 carries for David Montgomery, 109 and a touchdown. Also led this team in targets. Six, only caught two, but for 20 yards, but led them in targets. Laporta, as you mentioned, two touchdowns today. One on a nice little tricky reverse play. Mm. Uh, but in the last four games, he's had at least 50 yards receiving or a touchdown in all of those games. So he's becoming a very steady producer at tight end. Uh, Jamison Williams not involved yet. Only two ah. catches for two yards. And a couple drops. He had, he had a bad couple like drops. He's just not ready. He's not ready. Yeah, he only played on 28 of 60 snaps. I don't know if that was due to a pitch count for him or because uh, they were winning by a lot. So uh, not sure on the Carolina side, Bryce young is getting a little better. He did have the three touchdowns, still two picks, 247 yards, but he's making other guys valuable. Like Adam Thielen had 11 catches for 107 yards and a score. DJ Chark got in the end zone. Mingo had seven targets, caught five of them for 48 yards. So he's at least putting some value into this Carolina Panthers offense because it was kind of looking like the giants. Now the run game, Miles Sanders still doesn't look right. He had seven carries for 32 yards. Fumble, he had a fumble, uh, lost a target. Chuba Hubbard had nine carries for 35 and outsnapped him. They were using um, LaVisca, I think, at running back LaVisca. a little bit. And I kept seeing him get running back. I'm a little worried yes. about Miles Sanders, if I'm being honest with you. I think, he's, I think he's banged up. I think he either needs a week off or they need a bye week coming up here or yeah. something. I mean, doesn't get easier for them at Miami this week, but he just does not look right right now. So Miles Sanders is a questionable start moving forward. Yeah, big viable options. I might start to try to move away. You probably don't have them, but like I'm very worried about this long term with whatever needs to happen. Get right for a week or sit or I don't know. He just doesn't look right. And I think they're going to keep mixing and using LaVisca how they did. That's not like really a great sign. Washington has got, uh, or no, no, I'm sorry, Carolina. Carolina is at Miami, as I mentioned. Detroit has got Tampa Bay. They're on the road. Uh, Atlanta, Atlanta, they beat Houston 21 to 19. You know, crow on my face for all the stupid stuff I say about it. Just like I watch Ritter every single week and Ritter's just so bad. Um, And he was good this week. And Kyle Pitts, of course, we got to the place where we couldn't start him. LOL, I had him in a lineup because I didn't have a freaking choice. Uh, But all the guys performed and we said it at the top. So we probably don't need to go nuts about it, but like, it's not believable to me. It's not going to change my opinion on the Falcons moving forward next week. And I feel all the same things I did about the Texans going in as I do coming out of this week. Well, this is the trap, right? This is absolutely the trap because we see Kyle Pitts finally look good. 11 targets, seven catches, 87 yards. Same thing for Drake London. He had uh, six catches for 78 yards. He didn't have a catch in the first half. All of this was second half work because they were losing and they came back and they won on a comeback. I mean, Ritter played well. I'm not going to try to take anything away from him. He, he did play well, but uh, you know, I, I just, I, I don't know Uh, two games in a row with over 20 touches for Pierce, but still under a hundred total yards. First game under 250 yards passing since week one and under two touchdowns for CJ Stroud uh, since week one. Um, 34 snaps for Pierce, 18 for Singletary. That's kind of been a little worry recently for me. Just, I mean, Pierce is still getting the work, but Singletary has been getting a lot of routes, but it was back 
to uh, Pierce this week. Dalton Schultz with uh, touchdowns and back-to-back weeks. Yeah. Second game over five targets, so he is becoming involved, and he is startable again moving forward. Seven for 65 in a score, and obviously Tank Dell left with a concussion, so we'll see if he uh, recovers in time to play next week against the Saints because they are going to need him in that one. A little frustrated with the usage on Bijan, too. A lot of Algier in this game every time I would look up, and uh, they won, so there's a formula there. Well, so that we'll was see late. They... They're trying They're trying to close yeah. with Algier. That's the idea. They get up, and they like run it. Algier and bleed the clock with them. So I don't it, like it one bit. We need Bijan to get those yards early or that for them to be losing, which is going to be most games, I think. Yeah, the only positive is in the betting markets. Like, it's going to make him come down. Like, his reception prop and receiving prop, those are going to come back down to bettable because I haven't been touching them the last two weeks. Washington is at Atlanta. New Orleans is at Houston. So those are your coming matchups. This should be really read by Bogman because if there was a company that needs to sponsor Scott Bogman, it is this company because here's something every football fan should know. You can get anything you need for game day delivered with Uber Eats. That's right. Scott Bogman single-handedly supporting this company in the greater West and Midwest and their employees. That's right. And you can pretty much get almost, almost anything, by the way, because you can't get a new running back delivered with Uber Eats. So sorry, Cardinals. But they will <laughs> deliver uh, flapjack tacos and six-pack. That sounds amazing. A six-pack and flapjack taco sounds amazing. No, Great I'll pass try. protection. No. Great pizza selection. You got it. Championship defense? Nope. Deodorant? Yes. Turnovers? No. Turnovers? The pastry? Yes. Because Uber Eats delivers groceries too. And food from your favorite restaurants and other essentials. So this season, get anything, you know, almost, almost anything for game day by ordering on the Uber Eats app. Order now. Uber Eats official on-demand partner of the NFL. Alcohol is in select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. I have ordered groceries on Uber Eats before. I I went when I went to Seattle and I forgot to pack some stuff. Uh yeah, like 2 a.m. Like Mike probably used toothpaste. I'm actually pretty sure. You know what? I'm gonna put this out there. Anybody has questions if they want to get on get in on Uber Eats, (laughs) just hit up Bogman Sports on Twitter. Bogman will walk you through any of the intricacies. You don't even need to I'm the FAQ man at you don't even need to hit support. You don't even need to hit Uber Eats support. Just hit a Bogman just right there, and he'll tell you how to get through it. Uh, check out Uber Eats. You guys want to get get some stuff delivered right now. Niner game is about to start as we're recording this live. Uh, Indianapolis beat the Titans 23-16. to 16. Jonathan Taylor was active. He didn't do much because Zach Moss did everything. 165, two touchdowns in a statement game as Jonathan Taylor got his contract and his extension. Be very interesting to see how it's used forward, though I have said I do believe those guys will be kind of used in unison a little bit, though it will it will start to well, move towards Jonathan now. Taylor. Yeah, and we yeah, know Richardson de- is out. Yeah, depending on how long Richardson is out for sure. But yeah, I mean, look, I thought I thought JT was going to have a decent amount of usage. I thought this was going to be split. He was going to look good. He had four, you know, four weeks off. The whole month was off for him. They just gave him the extension. Wheels up. Let's go. No. I mean, only 10 snaps for him in the entire game. 53. I don't know if you saw. It it hurt me. Uh, I I do this every single week. People could follow. I do my alt bet parlay. And I take the 25 plus yard alts that I like of everybody. And I parlay like eight of them together to get to even money. And then put one or two units on it. It's fun. (laughs) Last week, one guy got me. This week, one guy got me. 
and JT was the one that took me down. It's it's a it's a good learning experience in playing <laughs> around with it. But JT is the one that failed me. It's, that's what happens when you put eight legs on it. But uh, shout out to DraftKings for letting me do that. But yeah, go on. Yeah, obviously Anthony Richardson out with the injury. We'll see how long that keeps him out. Hopefully not too long. But Josh Downs with his biggest game as a Colt, uh, six targets, six catches, ninety-seven yards. He's only had one game under five targets. This has kind of cost us Alec Pierce doing anything. He has only one game over five targets. So it looks like downs is becoming the number two wide receiver in Indianapolis. Uh, Pittman mad day, fine five for 52. I'll say this, like, you know, Titans, you want to win football games, maybe give the ball to your best player, Derrick Henry, another 13 carries for him for 43 yards. He had three catches for 19, but the Titans are two and zero when Henry takes 20 carries and 0 and 3 when he doesn't. So just letting you know a little correlation here. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we'll see Derrick Henry start getting the ball a little more. Ty J with a touchdown on a nice like motion play, a nice uh jet yeah, sweep or whatever with around, him. Yeah, it was nice for him, but it was 19 of his 34 yards. His other six carries were for only uh, 15 yards, so just not very good there overall. Uh 37 snaps for Henry to 32 for Spears. That's two split. I think Spears is gonna be good. I think he's a good player, but you have to give the ball to your best player, and your best player is Derrick Henry. DeAndre Hopkins with his first 100-yard game as a Titan, 11 targets, 8 catches for 140, and Mo Alley-Cox also left with a concussion. So we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, I mean, I just want to see the Titans run the ball with their best player, and they keep not doing it. It's frustrating. Nope. Baltimore's got Tennessee, as I mentioned, in London, Indy, Jacksonville. Sunday late afternoon slate, Cincinnati beat up on the Arizona Cardinals. Joe Burrow looked back, 317, three touchdowns. Um, I had two props I love this week. Achan nailed it. I love Josh Dobbs' rushing yards. He just he was staying in the pocket, making bad decisions. Cardinals looked a little bit more cardinally, and we mentioned James mm-hmm. Conner out. Uh, Keontae Ingram was inactive, so we'll kind of see what goes from that. But I don't know if there's really anything to take away from this game, box. I want to sit on it outside of like Burrow and Chase coming back is a really big positive. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. And Joe Mixon, just another 29 touches in this game, so heavy usage from him. This is this is a funnel system. This is a pyramid scheme. It's yeah. only a couple guys that touch the ball in in uh, Cincinnati. Can't really do it. I'm okay. To, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like that. that then, there you oh, go. There we go. Yeah, there we, go. we did it. We did the funnel on the Maybe video. Maybe don't do that so. one. Uh, yeah. But but Jamar Chase with the three touchdowns upside down was it? huge. Uh, Josh Dobbs did not look like he has in in the, Josh Dobbs looks like we thought he's going to the whole year. Fifteen for thirty two, one sixty six, two touchdowns, two picks. Rondell Moore. Three catches for 26 yards, also 50 yards rushing. Like Welsh said, probably higher usage should Connor be missing some time. Uh, Marquise Brown got in the end zone again. He's been pretty decent, but just not a lot to pull here. Michael Wilson with the bad day, two for uh, two targets, one catch, 18 yards. Just looked ugly. So not a lot out of Arizona outside of injuries. That's right. And you're going to have some tough decisions this week. James Connor out and by weeks. So that's why you guys want to get locked into my playbook and check out the autopilot feature. If you're confused who to start, because it's bound to happen with all the bye weeks and these injuries, and you're worried about making the wrong choice, you can let us do the work for you and take the stress out of lineup management with my playbooks autopilot tool. Autopilot makes it easy to manage your fantasy team's lineup, get suggested lineup changes via email. You can have us auto swap inactive players for you, or you can turn on full autopilot mode to have your optimal lineup set automatically each week. Use autopilot at fantasypros.com slash my playbook or on the fantasy football my playbook app for peace of mind 
and the best shot at victory each week. Because we're not here every single day. We're here most of the days, but not every single day. All right, uh, last couple ones here. We had Philly. They beat the Rams 23-14. to 14. They did not cover. They didn't even cover my tease over. But Cooper Cup was fully back. 12 targets, 8 catches, over 100 yards. And Puka Nakua was able to stay involved. This is exactly what you and I were laying out, that this can yeah. happen, and it did against this Philly team. It just was kind of a gross, dumb game. Yeah, and Atwell um, had 5 targets and caught a touchdown as well. So he didn't completely disappear. Only 2 catches for 9. But it is a tough defense to play against. But uh, Cooper Cup, 118 of uh, Matt Stafford's 222 passing yards. So not a surprise. 71. No. Uh, went to Puka as well. So this is also kind of a funnel system. Uh, not a lot of running for the Rams in this game. Kyron with 13 carries on the, um, on the, the Philly side, obviously, I mean, five weeks, four rushing touchdowns for Jalen Hurts. You said the Phillies, by the way, the Phil, did I say the Phillies? Just the baseballs in your head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's it's in my brain. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, uh, Deandre Swift, 17 for 70 and six for 38. So over a hundred yards combined. We like that. Gainwell, just nothing because I had to start him in a league. Uh, uh, Dallas Goddard back nine targets, eight care, eight catches, 117 in a score. But it cost us Devontae Smith five targets, one catch, yeah. six yards. I believe five of those catches came on the first drive, four or five catches. It was heavy, heavy first drive. They committed. We are getting him involved. Arizona is at the Rams. Philly has got the Giants in the most thank you matchup of all time. Kansas City, they beat. The you got you got me in the baseball thing. I was about to say the twins. I was about Royals to say the over twins. the twins. There yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Chiefs beat the Vikings twenty-seven to twenty. We dodged that Travis Kelsey bullet. We saw Addison get nine targets in this after being shut out the previous week. And if Justin Jefferson misses time, as we mentioned at the top, he might be a wide receiver one this coming week. Uh, any fantasy takeaway you want to hit on here? I mean, you know, Pacheco just leading in carries again, 16 for 55 and one. They need to give him more carries. Uh, Kelsey, even though he went out, still led in targets with 11. The next highest guy was Kadarius Tony with six. He also kind of left at the end a little gimpy. So not sure if we're going to make anything out of that, but we'll see. Uh, the Vikings got to run the ball 47 more passes in a loss. And what would that be? 13, 14, 15, 21 rush attempts, more than double. Uh, passes to rush attempts. It's just not balanced. It makes you a one-dimensional offense. And uh, I mean, look, I like to see Addison catch the ball and Hawkinson and Jefferson. There's a lot of mouths to feed, but you got to run the ball. You got to make them pay. So uh, I don't know. Just looks bad in Minnesota right now. The offense is very one-dimensional. Good for fantasy, not good for their winning record. Got to pay the troll toll. That's what's got to happen. Denver's got Kansas City on Thursday night football. Minnesota at Chicago. So there you go. Final game. The Jets beat the Broncos. Bogman, that was one of our big calls for the week. I think mm-hmm. you had that on your best bets, too. I did. Brees Hall. They gave us, they didn't lie. This is what you love. They said, we're going to take the reins off, and they did so. Gave him 22 carries. He broke out for 177 because the Broncos are horrible. Play all your players against the Broncos because it pays off every single week. Maybe not to every single degree. Garrett Wilson didn't have the biggest day, but Brees Hall did. So any takeaway you want to throw at this game? Uh, I mean, it was just nice to see Zach Wilson put up a decent game. I mean, 67 yards for Conklin. Couldn't get the ball to Wilson, but the offense is at least not one-dimensional. It's not nine in the box. Zach Wilson is making a couple throws, so maybe that's going to get better moving forward, and it pulls Garrett Wilson from like a low end wide receiver two to a mid tier wide receiver two, probably moving forward. 
I don't know about Russell Wilson, though. I mean, he had the two uh, touchdown passes, but it was to Troutman and Jaleel McLaughlin looked great. Nine carries for 60 yards, 7.6 yards. And uh, Russell Wilson had seven yards per carry, too. And they just didn't run the ball enough. Once again, uh, more teams that are not running the ball enough. Cortland Sutton, one catch for 13. Judy, six for 50 here. It's just gross. And you never know week to week which Bronco is getting the ball. So it's just tough to start anyone from there. So uh, Broncos are tough and they play on short rest on Thursday night against Kansas city. Good luck. I love, I can't wait to see the Sean Payton interview with the Hackett questions because we were, we're recording this. That's the first thing I'm going to go check when we're done. I want to see it so bad. 100%. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers are underway right now against the Dallas Cowboys. And we have got a winner on the Christian McCaffrey autograph jersey. It's Chris Welsh. No, it wasn't oh. actually Chris Welsh. That's kind of sad that it's not. Uh, this jersey, courtesy of betting pros, it is going to Typical All-Star. That was the YouTube name, Typical All-Star. Please get in touch with our customer support agents at mailbag at fantasypros.com with your mailing address and proof of your subscription to the Fantasy Pros YouTube channel. And we'll get the jersey shipped right out to you or me, whatever you want. Again, the winner <laughs> is Typical All-Star. Congratulations, my friend. That will look mighty, mighty good wherever you put it, wherever. I mean, it's a great Giants jersey. That's right. Oh, no. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, man. All right, we got 49ers in action here. We're going to be watching that. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Hopefully the uh, recap here kind of got you set for the week because we got a bunch of huge shows on Fantasy Pros. Make sure you're following Fantasy Pros on Twitter because they put out the schedule every week. You want to know what's live, what shows are going on. The YouTube channel has got you locked, youtube.com slash fantasypros, as well as the podcast channel. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, rate and review, do the things, tell them you love us, tell them you're like, oh, Josh Reynolds, Welsh is so smart, oh, blah, blah, you know, and just stuff like that. Like that's specifically <laughs> what we're looking for, that exact thing you want to say as much as you can. All of that's going down. Thank you guys for hanging out with us at Bogman Sports, at Is It The Welsh. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Fantasy Pros Fantasy Football Podcast. Goodbye, friends. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Fantasy Football Podcast. Follow us on X, Instagram, and TikTok at Fantasy Pros, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.